Welcome, everyone, to the Department 12 podcast. I'm Dr. Ben Butina, and I am joined in this episode by Dr. Nick Salter. Hi, Nick. Uh, hi, Ben. How are you? I'm doing very well. How about yourself? Um, pretty good. Cannot complain. So, Nick, you are an associate professor of psychology and the director of the Faculty Resource Center at Ramapo College of New Jersey. Is that right? Uh, yep, that's correct. All right. I even pronounced it correctly. Uh, so, could you tell us a little bit about your background? Uh, yeah, sure. So um, I got my PhD in industrial organizational psychology uh, just about 10 years ago, actually. I went to uh, the Bowling Green State University, and that's in Ohio. If you're not familiar, there's uh, Bowling Green, Kentucky, Bowling Green, Ohio. People get them mixed up. After uh, living in Bowling Green for, gosh, I guess six years, and before that I went to Penn State for undergrad, both of them being small college towns, Afterwards, I just kind of felt like I'm ready for a change. And so that's why I moved. I live in New York City now and then teach right outside of New York at Ramapo. It's in New Jersey. So my research interest, um, I'm primarily these days interested in uh, diversity and inclusion, um, looking at the experiences of people uh, that identify as minorities and kind of how that interacts with their jobs and what it's like being a minority at the workplace. Uh, so that's primarily what I'm research uh, interested in, but I'm also interested in the scholarship of teaching and learning and seeing how we can use principles of psychology, measurement, assessment, all of that to help uh, students learn better. So those are my two uh, research interests. Listeners, if you can think back to your freshman year of college or university and imagine you're in your intro to psych class, what I'd like you to do is try to think of the first time your professor mentioned industrial and organizational psychology. Now, if you're like most of us, you can't name that time because it wasn't mentioned in your intro psych class. And that's what we wanted to talk to Nick about tonight. So, Nick, how did you get interested in this topic of I.O. as part of the intro psych curriculum? Well, you know, it, it goes back to what you said, that so many of us kind of know that it's not included in intro psych um, classes, it's not included in most interests like textbooks. Sometimes it's like a afterthought, like the online appendix or something. Um, and it's kind of weird to me that so many IOs that I talk to are, I don't want to say defeatist about it, but they're just kind of this sense of like, oh, yeah, well, that's the way it is. And everyone knows that we're just kind of forgotten about. And most people don't include us. Like, it's just kind of a given fact. And that is unacceptable to me. You know, I, I think that. Um, we are like an exciting field. Like all the students that take the, all the students that take my class, of course, like don't understand what it is until they start the class. But then people enjoy the class; they get a lot out of it, and it's a growing field. We all know what the Bureau of Labor Statistics says about the job projections in our fields. Um, it, it's it just makes sense to expose people to the field. And so that's why I got um, um, involved with this committee where we're working to add intro psych to, um, excuse me, add IO psych to more intro psych textbooks. Okay. So I'm going to admit that I'm even worse than the defeatist people you've been talking to, because until I read the blog um, about this, it honestly hadn't even occurred to me that it isn't in intro or intro psych classes or intro psych textbooks. And as soon as I heard that, it, it, it sounded unbelievable to me that most of us will spend so much of our lives at work. And yet the field that 
you know, is supposed to be scientifically studying human behavior, thought, and affect, just doesn't really get around to bother talking about psych at work during the intro class, which is, yeah, weird. So how extensive is this problem? Is this true of most classes and textbooks? I don't know the exact numbers, though, but um, a handful, maybe one, maybe two, uh, has a chapter on IO. Some of them will have like not a full chapter, but like the appendix is on IO. Um, a few, some of the times it's an online only appendix. So it's very rare for an intro psych textbook to have a full chapter on it. And it's kind of like a, a th- there's many reasons why it, it happens. So there's the fact that it's the, the reason why it's not in the class is, well, number one, it's not in the textbook. Number two, I mean, and I speak to a lot of instructors about it. And what I often hear is, um, I, I don't have a background in IO. I don't understand it. And so therefore, I don't feel comfortable teaching it. Of course, they don't have a background because they were never introduced in their own intro like textbook, you know, then there's also a lot of uh, people saying that, well, it's just not as core of a field in psych as every other chapter. And there's only 15 weeks in a semester. And so we have to cut something out. So therefore, we ha- will cut out IO. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. still going to be a chapter on largely discredited early psychoanalytic Freudian <laughs> stuff, I'm sure, but there's not room for us. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you're exactly right. It's a value judgment to say that IO is not as core as, you know, states of consciousness, you know, like not to pick on states of consciousness, but like, there's an entire field for IO. You can get jobs in it. You could have an entire graduate degree, you know, like I, I, I think there's just kind of a lot of, I think a lot of it just comes down to, I just want to give you a reason why I don't want to change the class I've been teaching for the past 20 years, which is perhaps a little harsh to say, but I don't know. I think they should include it. You mentioned that you're involved in a committee that's trying to address this problem. Is the committee part of, you know, PSYOP? This committee that I'm on is called GIT, PSYOP, G-I-T, getting I-O into textbooks. And so this committee uh, this t- uh, committee is newly formed when uh, Tally Bauer uh, became president. This is one of her kind of like big pushes that she wants to see. Quick note, I'll also say that this idea of getting intro, getting I-O into intro textbooks has been talked about within PSYOP for uh, uh, many, many years. And that's one of the things that Talia kind of wanted to do when she put this committee together was let's organize and collate all the good work that's been done over the years and then make it kind of a real uh, push towards it. So the committee is a new PSYOP committee developed by the president, really trying to kind of tackle this issue from as many different aspects as we can. So I think that's very cool. And I think that we as a field ought to be grateful for the work that this committee is doing because, you know, this committee is actually doing something about the problems. What is it that the committee is is doing to try to address this? Um, well, we're um, like I said, we're really trying to take like a multi-pronged approach. I am just tackling one piece of it so I can kind of speak most clearly about that. But I will say that in general, um, we're setting up conversations with APA um, we're setting up conversations with uh, Division Two, which is the teaching of psychology, in discussions with textbook authors, uh, textbook publishers. The big thing that we've been kind of concretely gotten uh, done recently is uh, PSYOP has a number of one-page summaries of different 
areas within IO psychology. So like a one-page summary or um, on motivation and a summary on leadership. Also, in addition to these summaries, uh, SIAP put together a sample chapter. It's about 20 pages or so. IO psych that is essentially could be just like put into an intro psych class. So these materials that have been created, um, we uh, have them licensed under Creative Commons license. Uh, This is a pretty recent development where basically from a copyright standpoint, it's set up so that any intro psych uh, professor can just take this material, take the chapter, take the summaries, whatever they like put it into their class and not have to worry about any sort of copyright issues or at all. So hopefully the idea there is that intrapsych professors that want to include the uh, IO, but it's not in their textbook or they're, they're just not that familiar with it. There's a ton of material out there that um, they can use. And so our committee has, uh, so the chapter is kind of a newer thing. The summaries have been done for a while, but our committee is kind of collating all this, putting it together and um, as I said, getting that Creative Commons license so people can easily use it. So the committee is, is fighting the good fight on multiple fronts here. Is there anything that we, the uh, common foot soldier of the IO psych world out here, can do to support this effort? Well, so that actually uh, leads to my particular role on this committee. Um, so I have put together a blog on PSYOP's website to kind of keep the membership informed as to what this committee, the Git committee is doing, because we think it's important to, you know, get the work done and get the topic into interest like classes. But we want the, the, the foot soldiers, as you say, the PSYOP membership to kind of know what's going on and know how they can be involved. And so the uh, blog that I have, um, I guess we'll put the link in uh, show notes. Sure. It's When you go to it, you'll see that there's um, all sorts of information. Um, I will be putting up the next blog entry probably within the week or so. But um, things that current PSYOP members can do, you know, it's as simple as like, go for those people that are academics, Go talk to your colleagues that teach intro and say, do you put IO into? Why don't you put IO into uh, your class? Sometimes among um, IOs, there's this attitude of like, oh, well, they don't. There's nothing I can do about it. But you can at least have a conversation. I think also IOs, whether they're academics, whether they're practitioners or whoever, offer to give guest lectures, video Skype in or walk into an intro class and just be like, hey, I'm going to talk to you for 30 minutes about this field. Um, Just kind of getting the word out and letting people know, you know, uh, what the field is about. And again, helping those interest like professors that might want to include it and just don't really know it that well. We will include uh, links to the blog and also to the page that you mentioned earlier about um, incorporating IO intro into psych textbooks with the Creative Commons content for anyone out there that wants to access that. I think you've given us some great actions to follow. And I think we are all pulling for you on this one. And thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me.